0: Listening to Fear the Enthcast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Man, I'm completely relaxed today. What have you been doing? (laughs) Why why are you so mellow? uh, Attic insulation mostly.
1: (laughs) 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 That'll do it for you. Uh,
0: I don't know. I think I'm just worn out from this weekend and. I probably needed a day to recover. We sure did. Well, but, we, but the show must go on. The, it must. It must. Yes.
1: <laughs> they are clamoring. Yes. We have so many rabid fans. Do we, we need, wanna we need more. Need more. Uh, do we wanna what? Have we heard that? Always always. Win my dreams, that's what I, I hear.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say because I think maybe the people you're Corresponding with are different from the people I'm corresponding. Yeah, they're with. fictional. <laughs> oh, they <are. laughs> they're in my head. Yeah, imaginary friends mm, are my best friend. The voices in my head. Well, uh, the only way I can get the dogs to start stop barking in my head is to podcast. This is right. Absolutely. That's really the only it's the only thing that quiets the noise. Right, I need to talk out <laughs> loud, and I can't do that all the time at work. It's either this or mass murder. Wow. No. Well, then I'm glad you've stuck with this, and the world is happy as well. I, I'm uh, I'm just joking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the point. You're missing the point. We are continuing our coverage of Preacher. This is episode three. Yes, that still throws me off. Actually, the app says episode four. It, but it's I'm number confused. three. It's season I one know. episode. Because
1: they did a zero.
0: Why it doesn't you? matter. It doesn't matter. It's Monster Swamp, yes, and this episode starts creepy as shit.
1: I know it's. I feel like we're watching the world's most
0: dangerous game. Mm. it did have that woman. Oh, oh, I left the closed captioning on because I wanted to see when the woman started panting. Oh, I thought it said woman <laughs> pounding, and I'm like, what? I missed that part. <laughs> what? What? Are we, what? Did you load up the right app? Did they move it to HBO? <laughs> Somebody's getting. Are pounded. we watching Game of Thrones? There was a beaver. There was. There was. It was mm. quite the beaver. Mrs. Beaver. Um, cinematically, I love this cold open. I agree. Shot very well. Mm-hmm. Very creepy, very ominous. The
1: thing about it, though, is that why is it perfectly okay in this town for women to run around late at night in their underwear being chased? Like if you were a parent or someone who wasn't participating in said activity, do you think you'd have an issue with it?
0: Did you grow up in a town with a whorehouse?
1: No, did you? Maybe there was a whorehouse, and I'm just unaware. I was blissfully ignorant. Well, there was a house that had whores
0: in it. Oh, well, I there, don't know if it was a whorehouse. That's whore every. House. That's every
1: town, USA. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I guess my point is, if there's a whorehouse, oh, you anything know, goes. I guess that's anything true. goes, and everybody knows it's a whorehouse. Well, you, and here's why: money, money makes the world go around. Yeah. Uh you want me to do some crazy shit? How much money you got? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Yeah, I ain't doing that for less than $10. <laughs> less than 10. <laughs> My price is steep. Mm. Uh, no, but I, I really enjoyed really enjoyed this opening. Yeah, I did too. Uh,
1: do you think it did anything to
0: further the story or just kind of set up for this yes, episode? Yes, it did. Yeah. It did actually. Uh we learn um we learn more about what the what those uh vent pipes yes. that we've been seeing I, and i think in every episode because i went back and watched a mm-hmm. couple and they're they're kind of sprinkled about they're more prominent than we've given them credit for and i think we were correct in the fact that they were the lid would pop op pop open and that that would be some off gassing mm-hmm. uh i'm guessing it would be methane oh hopefully Hopefully nothing more serious.
1: Methane is not that bad.
0: Because this uh, this girl falls into what you I guess you'd consider a almost perfectly cylindrical sinkhole. sinkhole. Which and every sinkhole I've ever known is uh, quite cylindrical. Sinkholes
1: are terrifying. I mean, I'm not really worried about it on my everyday life. You should be.
0: <laughs> should <laughs> After I all be? this rain. Well, yes, now. <laughs> but
1: on a normal occasion, I wouldn't be like, oh, I got to watch where I step and listen really hard for a sinkhole.
0: But uh, yeah, she felt she felt really hard. Would listening really for a sinkhole? I mean, I think you just I don't know. I think it just gets you. I, I yeah, don't, I I don't think a, there's any
1: warning. And Then there's absolutely <laughs> no reason to worry about it because if it's if you get if you die in a sinkhole,
0: you were meant to die. Yeah, meant to yes. Yeah. You're just driving about.
1: Yeah. Bloop bloop.
0: <laughs> done. Could you imagine the earth just opens up and says it swallows you whole?
1: I'm going to swallow you whole. It's like a Sarlacc pit. You know, where you'll be slowly digested for over the next thousand, thousand years. years. That sounds oh, lovely. That's awful. Kill me now. Yeah. So I like the tone, like you said, that the cold open set for the episode. You're like, okay, this is good. we We remember that we're in this dark and mysterious world, but even the color palette I felt was a little darker than they normally have had on the show.
0: Darker with a few... Bright neon colors yeah. strewn strewn about. Yeah, just with the opening sharp of sharp the- contrast. Yeah, like
1: it was it was sharp and it was abrasive almost, and I think they did that on purpose.
0: Now I, I do have to say that um, at such a close range, even if you jack that uh, pistol back, yeah. That paintball gun. Leave a bruise. Oh, and it's going to sting. Yeah. That's why she was like, what the hell? I just said you got me. Oh, no, no, no. She would have responded a little bit more severely than that. Well, maybe she's all drugged up and she didn't feel a lot of pain. Well, maybe her right tits numb (laughs) from (laughs) overuse. I don't know. Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe she was uh, a wet nurse during the day and then a whore in the evening. Okay. Moving on. I'm just speculating. I don't know. <laughs> we're spitballing. Well, we're there's commercials. We're trying to kill, kill time, <laughs> while the
0: commercials is. I'm blind. not so sure I want to spitball in this department because this could take a real dark turn. Okay, quick, it sure quick. Could. So, because I got fifty bucks, Let's see what can I get for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Use
1: 50. your feet. Use, oh. Well, it depends on the feed, I guess. All right, let's stop. Mm-mm. I had to wash them first. Uh, more I than once. It, or at least wrench them off real good. Right. Get a, get a pet egg and have that handy. <laughs> you know, just like, hey, this is uh, this is a little rough. Uh, get this pet egg and get to work, and then
0: we'll see. You think they got pet eggs down in uh Anvil? No, I'm sure they use like razors and just... Shape. Well, that's how you're supposed to take corns just, off. Oh, you I cut know. them off with a razor. For those of you that don't know, a pet egg is that uh egg-shaped cheese grater, yes. which is, that's all it is. It is a cheese Whereas, grater. I, actually, I would submit that it's more of a microplane. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see Right? That. Yeah. It's uh, like a rasping tool. You, you could use it to... If you don't have a microplane, you could rasp your feet and then if you're making a recipe later like uh, that requires nutmeg yes you could go ahead and use that pet egg to oh. get you some sprinkles of nutmeg but you know you don't want to use a whole lot of nutmeg because it is technically poisonous
1: yeah and if you i eat n- too
0: much it'll get you
1: a little nutmeg can is enough oh yeah yeah a little, little dab will absolutely oh yeah A scope there's a long way a smidgen i don't remember oh this is There's a lot of flashbacks in this episode, more so than there has been, I think, in the other ones about Jesse
0: and his father, uh, John. Yeah, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, I guess if I remember correctly, John was a little bit more heroic uh, in the series or a lot more thought of fondly as more of a – I wouldn't say a perfect man, Mm -hmm. but – one with few faults. Right. Well-respected, admired, revered. And
1: they're not setting him up no. to be that kind of character. No, not exactly. In this episode. So, But it's just a flashback of Jesse getting the church ready for John to come preach. And John's like a rock star. He's like, okay, you've got everything set up for me. I'm going to sound check, and then I'm going to go. It's kind of what it felt like. Pretty and, much. You know, I don't think that's the way normally works in a small-town church. I feel like the pastor does everything.
0: Uh, Yeah. But once you have children and they get old enough, they're going to do all that shit that you don't oh, want Oh, that's do. what children so – that's
1: why people have children. That's the children.
0: only reason I had kids. Four of them. Get out there and mow that grass. Right.
1: At least one of them will do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so – but he preached to a pack house.
1: He sure day. did. That's
0: what they were establishing, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so it was a nice contract. He's me- remembered that. Or that flashback, and then it immediately ends and goes to him sitting on a pew, just kind of head in his hands, and (laughs) it's empty. Yeah. So it was a nice little contrast, kind of show the juxtaposition between it being a packed house and what he has today, which works and factors in later on. He's
1: got one Irish vampire
0: that's high on attic insulation.
1: (laughs) So I appreciate Cassidy, though, in this. He's like, I'm trying to tell you something's going down. And you need to be worried, you need to be cautious because these dudes keep coming back, and I've had to kill them more than once i've <laughs> yeah. got I've got one set of bodies and trash bags out in the cemetery, and then I ran over one
0: with the van yeah, and and but they're still coming back, and you've got this thing inside of you now we've both seen we we know right. at least some of its potential, yes. And you're just a lunatic if you think people once they find out aren't going to want to get a piece of that action, and that's absolutely true, right? And Absolutely then
1: true. I, Jesse's response was like, "I'm going to give it to him,"
0: and you're just like, "I, I, I don't
1: think you understand what I'm saying." What is he
0: X? <laughs> is he X? X going to give it to him? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That was that was my <laughs>
1: wedding song. <laughs>
0: Right here, <laughs> we're not waiting, consummating this, son of bitch right now. But I want a
1: show, you're here for a show. <laughs> right. yeah. the, the the wedding <laughs> dance is gonna li- get a little, uh, here.
0: we may just sit through all this crap. Y'all just sit here, we at least
1: owe you a show. You should, uh, sit here, keep eating your dinner. Uh, we're gonna handle this. Oh my god. So, but uh, Cassidy it's really, I don't know, Jesse's in this weird state where he suddenly is like, Oh, I've got all this power now, I'm gonna use it for good, and reality is escaping him. He, he's living in a fairy land in a dream world. And just like, you know, Oh, I can do all this for good. And the, is a little bit of naivety that I didn't think he had because he's seen some shit in this world. So he shouldn't be as naive as he's
0: being. Well, let's, let's, let's pull back just a little bit. Sure. Pull the, pull on the reins for just a second. I, I'm with you. Yeah. However, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that we're doing a little bit more of a prequel To to the comic. And so – because let's think about this for a second. When we meet Jesse Custer in the beginning of the Preacher comic book, he is a man that is done with faith. Right? That's not happening here. Mm -hmm. So I feel like part of what they're trying to do is they want to show us what he was like when he was full of hope and faith and so he's going to fault, fall or falter and then he's going to be uh I wouldn't I don't know if say completely turn his back on God but he's obviously in a position where he has that hope and he mm-hmm. thinks he can do something to save people with this power that he has and he's not mad at God. Right, but I am I'm, I'm
1: talking even like his history before this episode, you know, where he okay. the life of crime that he's led and mm. things that he's even done in his past, you know. Uh.
0: Well, maybe this is the hubris of. Yeah. Maybe I can atone for all this mm, that might by doing it. this good. Maybe
1: he's gonna try, He's he's so blinded by the fact that he's trying to keep this promise, and then mm. he can do some good with his power that he doesn't really think about the fact that
0: probably not gonna work the way you want it to. Because as far as we know, he may have or he may have taken it at least one life and hurt people. By uh, at least, at least. Yeah. I mean,
1: he broke that one dude's arm and make him sound like a rabbit in a trap.
0: So what do, you, what do you think of old Odin in this episode? What a douche. He's like, uh, <laughs> thank you
1: all for coming. There's a couple things to learn here. Stop being stupid. It's basically what he sees. He's uh, like, this is her fault. Uh, if you're going to walk around at night, uh, just watch where you're la- going.
0: Ladies, y'all just might want to be a little more careful. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he told his dudes, he's like, uh, tone it down on the roughhousing. Yeah. It's basically, uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Just don't get caught. Yeah, if this sh- <laughs> if this
1: shit happens again, we're going to have a problem because I don't have to come out here and deal with it. So y'all get it together and have fun.
0: Well, even the sheriff, Hugo, he's like, well, you heard him. Show's over here. Show's over, yeah, nothing but to I, see. I think it was more of he's just like, he, he, again, he, he echoed what he was saying in the first episode, this world. Yeah. Uh, or last episode, this world, shaking his head. Yeah. And so I think he's echoing that again, and it's more of – uh, I, I don't want to deal with all these people right now, as opposed to being cold-hearted like Odin. I don't think mm-hmm. that's that it. That's it at all. But you know, this is the first episode where I feel like Tulip really is starting to get some other stuff to do uh, yeah. because I was really. I've not. I mean, I've enjoyed her up until now and mm-hmm. still do. Uh, but I was, uh, if I'll be honest, I was getting a little concerned that she was become. She would be one note because all she's really been doing is trying to get Jesse on board. Yeah. Now monologues were great. She was tearing up some dialogue, but her character was pretty pretty one note for the most part. And it looks to me like this episode is the start of some different getting into some different aspects of her character. Yeah, cuz when you get her
1: history about how she grew up in this whorehouse because her mom worked there, you're like, "Oh, okay. Now it makes sense that she would be there and be friends with the the madam or whatever you call the person in charge and then all, and she she wants to stick up for all of the working girls because she knows what her mom went through and she's like, "You know what? Look, there's a dead girl hanging here and nobody gives a shit. Why why am I the only one that cares? What are we going to do about this?" Yeah, and and they are nobody cared. And they're all just like – they're laughing. The dudes are laughing, thinking it's funny, and she is not OK with that.
0: I think there's a reference in there when she's talking with Moz. Moz uh, re- makes a reference to it being Chinatown. Yeah. Now, Chinatown, I think, is very key, very important. That's a Jack Nicholson movie mm-hmm. uh, back from, I want to say, the mid-'70s. <clears throat> and um, what that – the basic premise behind that movie is there was a lot of what uh, appeared to be unrelated murders. That once they started investigating, there there was a huge conspiracy involving land deals and mm-hmm. uh, the water supply. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I, I,
1: I, I hear you. I, I smell have. what you're stepping in. I can get down with this. I know what's going on.
0: Yeah, so if you're really paying attention, they're giving you some clues yeah, to kind of unlock happening. some of the, the mysteries of what's going on here. And I like that. I do, too. I like that a lot. I uh, love the scene
1: at uh, Emily's house, though. <laughs> where he, 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 your, <laughs> it's your mom home. She's pooping. She's pooping.
0: I love it. <laughs> Kids. kids kids are so honest. Because I can't think of anything more than a, what what a lady would want anyone to know, let alone <laughs> uh uh someone she kind of sweet on. That she fancies. That she, absolutely. Yeah. Cause girls don't poop. No. No well, fart neither. No, never no. <laughs> Their bodies work differently than ours. That's
1: right. The food just magically disappears. Poof. Yeah, it
0: doesn't there's no waste produced. <laughs> no. Everything is used. So incredibly efficient. <laughs> yeah. Everything is this, they're a magnificent machine. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: so, but it's got Jesse too, really being upbeat. He's like, you know how we get more people? Let's
0: have a raffle. Oh God. Let's have a raffle. Uh, Come on down to our church. Uh, we're going to have an egg drop from a helicopter. Right. Some of these eggs are going to have a coupon for a TV. Yeah, because that's what you should do to get people into church. That's right. Is give them prizes. Well, gimmicks usually oh my work.
1: Oh, God. You know, like we, we should, maybe we should have done that on our podcast panel and more people would show up.
0: Now, I want people to be there because they want to be there. I bet if
1: we'd have given away a 55 inch screen TV, we'd have had that room full. Oh, that son of a bitch been packed. <laughs> And then what would be funny is be like, one of us win. This Probably wasn't rigged.
0: Uh, I promise. Yeah. Uh, JD Salinger. Yes. One. <laughs> yeah. Um, JD that's right. Power and Associates. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair, that was a great panel. Oh, it was. We didn't have a packed house, but everybody was engaged. It was, we, everybody
1: asked questions, and they we did. answered them to the nth degree. We did Boy, God. did we. Do you, ever,
0: do you ever switch it off? Or are what? you just on all the time? What? We answered their questions to the nth degree. We did. Degree. All right. Did we not? I guess.
1: I felt like we were... I mean, I
0: figure if we were answered their questions to the nth degree, we'd still be there. <laughs> I felt like
1: we were very thorough <laughs> we with were their very questions. Thorough. So... And I also liked how Emily, when Jesse's kind of like, he's like leaning in, getting all sensual, and she, she's getting little butterflies. He's like, you got uh, something in your hair? I got the vapors. You got something in your hair. And she's like, oh.
0: Band-aid.
1: Damn it. I feel almost bad for her. I don't. Why? Why, why, why would you? Well, I mean, she she's clearly got feelings for someone. Obviously, you've never been a pimp. No, I've never been a and pimp. Ha- and care have, not for
0: a woman's feelings. Have you ever been a pimp? I have some pimp tendencies. <laughs> I mean, not a pimp in a traditional you gotta sense. You've got to keep your pimp hands strong. That's hand. right. Okay. Yeah. So
1: just not having any cares for her feelings? She's a person, too. Is she? She is. Her name's not Anakin. <laughs> Anakin was a slave. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's the difference there. Is he he was a slave and he was owned and so thinking that he was a person too was was him trying to say I am more than just who owns me.
0: Trying to figure out where this water's coming from. I guess it's sweat. My goodness is disgusting. Is it hot in here? Mm-hmm. I'm wearing I was just thinking about that whorehouse later, I guess. <laughs> Get me all getting all hot and bothered. Moist and, as it were. Moist.
1: <laughs> hate that word. <laughs> I really just I don't like that word, but that's okay. So the, the Jesse's decided, All right, we're gonna do this raffle for the fifty-five inch screen TV, and the house is gonna be packed. It's well, why the, wouldn't it be? I mean, it's not the worst idea. It's not the best it's, idea. No, it, well, why wouldn't it be the worst idea? No, no. Well, I, <laughs> if all you're going for is people to come to church, yeah, give away something people will show up. So, <sighs> I'm just saying he wants to use his power.
0: And he can't,
1: and might as well kill a bunch of birds with one stone. Couldn't
0: he just get on like the local radio station? I don't know, and tell everybody get your ass to church. I don't know. I guess all I'm trying to say, if you're trying to speak to someone in a spiritual way, why are you trying to lure them in with material things? Well, sure, because Odin even says that later when he's like,
1: (laughs) "I could make you come to church." Well, that wouldn't be very Christian. No, and and
0: you know what? He was absolutely right. He was. Has an excellent point, Odin. By that heathen. Way to go, Odin. <laughs> Odin.
1: You know, a little creepy in this episode, but I mean, he's playing Cubert, which is just wonderful. Oh God, yes. If you're the boss, just sit on your little computer, listening to cows get murdered, and playing some Qbert.
0: I think I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> you're just gonna play Qbert I'm gonna at the get an emulator, and I'm gonna fire up some Cubert. <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna find a soundtrack of cows being murdered, but I guarantee you, I can't find it. I bet. I do know how to use Google. I know.
1: But there's plenty of places where you can find that on the internet. It infinite. looked
0: like it was relaxing.
1: Well, he was in a state of euphoria.
0: Euph- euphoria is a good word mm-hmm. to describe He's him. somewhere. So, I don't I'm not so sure how I feel about Tulip and Jesse being friends since they were nope. little folks. That's yeah. that uh, mm, I'm going to have to see how that gives depth to their relationship as this story unfolds. I just, I'm not sure where I stand on that just yet. Do you think they were friends or more like acquaintances? Well, clearly she was a bad influence already on him. I mean, it's a small
1: town, so you're going to know everybody. And people your age, you're kind of forced to hang out with if you want to hang out with anybody.
0: Yeah, in a small town. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you don't have a lot of options. Right. You can either hang
1: out with this person or yourself. Well... Okay. I spent a lot of time by myself. I did as well. I did as well. Little town in South Dakota, you know. There's not a lot to do. So I didn't like John. Beating
0: I his kid. One one SWAT would have been enough.
1: Yeah, one SWAT would have been enough. He is too
0: old to get any SWATs, I But think. then
1: also in front of everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, that you know, didn't.
1: That's not, what. What kind of example does that set? Like, hey. Maybe he's trying to make them feel bad for getting him in trouble, but that what, what good does that do either? I don't know. You don't need to put a show on for No, you know, that's I... something you need to have an, a, a discussion with your kid about. Hey, you're a role model. Cool. Now you're going to get one spanking and then you go back and do better. Mm.
0: I do like uh, Cassidy basically pumping uh, DeBlanc and Fiore for info right because that's really all he's doing I, this scene was hilarious because he's, he's just like I,
1: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write this down uh, you know he wants to know more about the plan yeah so what is the plan so you're just gonna use that chainsaw and get it out of him or you try the song I think the song would be
0: preferred let's try the song
1: yes you know maybe not a chainsaw you suck it out into his domicile and then uh take him back
0: but I like that because he we, we were led to believe that last episode is like okay, what's going on here? Uh, is this is, is this a turn for Cassidy? And really, I think he is looking out for Jesse, but he's also looking out for himself as well. I think and more so for himself. Sees this as an opportunity to get something from these guys, and uh, sure, I, I love that the first thing from a payment perspective. Uh, they're like, Money, like, um, no, Jesse has a weakness, uh, for prescription, <laughs> yes, Kills. um, China white, black beauties, reds, blues, <laughs> <laughs> just a wee bit of everything. <laughs>
1: Opiates are a particular weakness, <laughs> um, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just looking at him like, What?
0: Uh, we don't even know what, what the hell what, you're talking about. What is about. any of this? Money
1: is fine, then, Money's yeah, fine. okay,
0: fine, money will do. <laughs> Uh, and I love the idea of this. I mean, you think about it, he's a vampire. Yeah. What's gonna kill him? You a can stake through the heart, through the heart, and the sun. Yes, uh, if you really analyze the type of vampire that he is, I think we'll. Did you ever see the movie Near Dark? No, it was an HBO original. Okay, I want to say it was late 80s, maybe early 90s. I'm not real sure. On the year, but it was it was one of the first, if not the first movie directed by Catherine Bigelow, really Bill Paxton. And it was about vampires that went around in an RV and they were more of a modern uh, interpretation to where crosses and holy water and all that stuff didn't work. Really, Hmm. it was just the sun. Gotcha. I would say that he is uh, more like well, clearly, he doesn't sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> right. that Thank goodness! Stupid bullshit! Ridiculous! You need to see what I look like in the sunlight. No. Why? What? Mm. Why? Sparkles in mm. the sunlight. You're beautiful. You're so beautiful. It's uh, mm. okay. Uh, I think he's more akin to that. And it's a great movie, by the way. If okay. You're, if you're a fan of vampires, I think that's sure. one of those ones that you should have on the list because okay. it's, it's it's a good interpretation. I uh, will check it out. Uh, But he gets his drugs, which I don't – I didn't think he got enough money to get all that he's getting here. And when I say all that he's getting here, I'm not just talking about the drugs. The (laughs) drugs. I'm talking about the – The services. The services, which which I think may have been two different ladies. Maybe it's cheaper in Anvil.
1: Maybe. Maybe things are cheaper there. They have a ready supply to feed the – can can in power company so they don't need,
0: they don't charge an abundant amount. Maybe they're subsidized. Clearly, this town is exactly what the name of the episode is, a straight-up monster Mon- swamp. Yes, it But is. honestly, what little town isn't? I mean, I had to school my parents on what was really going on in our little town. Yeah. And you want to believe... That even, you know, because at some point you're not going to have just old timers anymore. You're going to have some young people because some of them are going to stay. Yeah. And drugs are everywhere. Oh, yeah. I remember. You know, they're readily available. So, I mean, it's conceivable that you could get that stuff. Fifth, sixth grade. You hear about that kind of stuff. I, I remember. I just didn't. Think that maybe he got enough to get all that, but no, maybe not. Maybe he, hey, we don't know what else he's been doing. That's <laughs> he, true. He may have been hitting the uh collection plate, yeah, making change, just skimming a little <laughs> off the top. I
1: want to give you this one and I'm going to take this hundred dollar bill. So, the mayor uh, ah, the mayor is just uh, is this worthless? Well, isn't he is imagined? It- he's what I imagine a small town mayor would be like, like. I'm the only one who's going to run for office. I'm going to do what I can, but nobody really respects me because the mayor's office in a small town
0: really has no power. (laughs) I'm the mayor because no one else gives a shit. Right. Nobody (laughs) wants to run for public office and have any
1: responsibility; just going to do what they want. And so, you know, we need some law and order and government, but I'm not really it. I'm more of a figurehead.
0: I think there's some stuff in this exchange with the mayor and Quinn Cannon that I think are key and we need to pay attention to because they're talking about soil conditions. Yes. And we're talking about sustainability. Uh, we're talking about the health uh, of the town going forward. Mm-hmm. If something isn't done soon, it's going to sink and maybe even literally. Right. So they've been. They've been abusing this town. Right? Quinn Cannon's been abusing this town for a while. Years. For a while. Yeah. For a while. And not in this scene, but later we figure out, I uh, think we, we had the exchange with Jesse. He was talking about the Alamo mm-hmm. where they're doing the the model. One of the things he's saying, you know, hey, I don't, yeah, uh, I you don't ask me. Yeah. You don't ask me how I make my meat. You don't talk about your guy in the sky. It's right. Which, um, whatever he's doing, Right.
1: Something ain't right there. Because you wouldn't have to mention, you don't ask me what goes in my meat if
0: everybody knew that it was just cows that went in your meat. So, in a way, there's got to be some, I feel like there's some kind of something we don't toxic dumping type thing that's just at some point your groundwater is going to get contaminated. contaminated. And in a small town like that, there may be city water. But a lot of your outlying uh, houses and, and, and farms and things like that, they're going to have a well. Yeah. Once that groundwater gets contaminated and you're in trouble. You're done. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about
1: it. Years and years of rehabilitation before it's even drinkable. And so Odin, what, what's the name of this company they want to meet? I don't even remember. Green. Green something. Yeah. Who cares? And he's like, you know, he goes in a monologue about how his great granddad and his granddad's like, you know, people come in selling stuff. And my great grandfather didn't ask somebody, didn't say nothing. He just handled it, took care of it. And uh, that's what we can do. Ain't nobody said shit. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. (laughs) And then he goes to pee in the dude's uh, briefcase. briefcase. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't ever make eye contact. Don't look at me. <laughs> Why are you
1: peeing in my briefcase?
0: Greenacre Group.
1: That's it. That's it. the name of it. Yeah, and so the governor—I mean, the mayor—is really like, "Hey, these guys could help us. I met with them. They're a good company. Our town is dying." We are, you know, giving is down 50% over the last 10 years, not giving, I mean, taxes because nobody fucking lives there anymore. So we need to do some stuff. And I think this could be a solution before the town is dead. So, I mean, at least he's trying to be proactive, but like we said earlier, nobody cares. Nobody's going to give him any respect. He's just talking and trying things that are not going to work because he needs support and he has none. I doubt he probably won the vote like 10 to nothing because only 10 people
0: voted. And nobody else ran.
1: Exactly. Run unopposed. You don't even have a vote.
0: But, you know, in those other countries where they have that, they make a big deal about oh, I'm a landslide victory. Right. What? I got 1,000%
1: of the votes. 1,000%. How's
0: that even possible? I don't know.
1: But that's what but I But that's what happened. Right.
0: And therefore, I have a, what'd they call that, Uh uh, there's a word for it. When you, uh, when you get m- the majority of the vote and, uh, you, you're empowered, you feel like you're the voice of the people. Uh, damn, know. It'll come to me. Okay. It'll come to me. I hope it does. Cause I, I I'm
1: excited to hear this word. <laughs> Are you? I am. Cause I can't think not,
0: of the word at all. Edict isn't. Edict. Is not right. <laughs> I proclaim an edict. Oh my God. I, I, it's like right there and I can't think of it. Uh, I will. I'm, I won't look at you. So uh, I, I, I try not to. Yeah, please don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> I um. I I try not to uh, memorize political terms because I care not for political things. I'm <laughs> seconded. Uh, I'm. I'm watching nah. less and less news lately. Oh, I know. And um,
1: we had we had a visitor to the Houston area last week, and I'm just like, oh. Oh, no, he was like right around the corner. I know, and all I could think was, man, traffic's going to be a bitch. It's That's all I exactly. could think was, but whatever, uh, it's fine. Go away. <laughs> yeah, for real. <sighs> You're not welcome. can't stand that. <laughs>
0: I can't stand any of them. No. Any of them. I can't either. I would be better off with them chimp mm-hmm. i think <laughs> or <yeah. laughs> we should they should have a general
1: manager like they do on raw where he just sends in emails
0: oh the the the, the <laughs> nameless yeah and, and, and uh, we're watching tv and we're hear here oh there's a message from the president also. from the president of the united states <laughs> let's see what it says this match is now a triple threat match. <laughs> oh, watch lots and lots of preacher and listen to the endcast all the time. <laughs> that's all they, that's all you should do. Oh my goodness. Well, I uh I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I ain't going to lie. Um I, I I've enjoyed every episode. This is my I would say it's probably my least favorite mm-hmm. out of the uh, out of all of them so far. Um, but I did like the, uh, biggest Texas burger commercial. Try to, try to fit your mouth around this. Mm. You know what I also like about that? What? And I'm thinking that, uh, Fiori is the taller one. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And so we, we start to see them, uh, kind of turn a little bit of corner too. And what I mean by that is, uh, in the comic, they develop a, a taste for, uh, the, activities of man. For the world. Yes. Yeah. And they engage in some uh, debaucherous acts. That they
1: shouldn't be participating in as, as angels. angels. Yeah.
0: But we see he's sitting there uh, watching this commercial, and then later on he goes to the front desk to order that yeah. hamburger. And then later he's eating <laughs> Cheetos. So he, the world is starting to have an effect on them. And mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. It's an interesting thought that here are these beings from – Heaven that are being influenced by the world that they're in. And Mm -hmm. I think there's something to glean from that. I'll I'll be interested to see how that continues uh, to progress.
1: Right, because when he says, I'm hungry, the other angel. Why would you need to eat? The other angel looks at him and says, what, 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 did, what, what the hell is wrong with you? very question. Like, what are you talking about? What, <laughs> hungry? Well, no, you don't need to eat we, ever. Yeah, you don't need to eat ever. The Lord provides. Right, and he has to put on <laughs> his cowboy hat to leave. Shit, so yeah. You've got to wear that cowboy hat. Well, I
0: would wear the shit out of that cowboy right. hat if I had one like that. <laughs> well, I could get you one like that. He you? is very reminiscent of the actual character from the comic. If you really look at him... Uh, he really does kind of fit that. He does. That I think look. <laughs> some of the best casting they've had in the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's bringing Emily's bringing home this uh, – that's a 4K 55-inch TV. That ain't cheap. That upscales too. So upscales um, all year. This, this small town yeah. – well, they said they had to go – I think they had to go down to best, best Buy off yeah. the I-10. Mm-hmm. So – I guess, kinda, I guess that kind of I guess that kind of tells us well where uh, what corridor yeah uh, Anvil would be That's in true which I, I think would be somewhere uh, somewhere probably between San Antonio and Houston I would think I would think so yeah maybe yeah. maybe a little a little off I ten I would think. On the – would you consider the north side of I-10 as opposed to the south side? I would think the north side. Yeah. Yeah. It seems a little more consistent with yeah. the uh, terrain. I would uh, I would agree with your assessment. Because the south part of uh, that, you start getting closer to the beach. Yeah, more yeah. deserty. and. Well, no, the deserty, I think, is probably a little bit more on the – well, that's weird, though, because actually – it's The further west you go, the more deserty it gets. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if this is more on the other side of San Antonio as opposed to – I don't know. It don't matter. I don't know why the hell we're talking about We would – because I ten is the worst highway (laughs) in the world. There's not a thing to see
1: on that damn highway ever. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, I would avoid it at all costs. Absolutely. I mean, it's the best way to get between Houston and San Antonio. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I
1: mean, everybody stops at the Dairy Queen in Schulenburg because it's the only place to stop. (sighs) (laughs) Schulenburg. You know Schulenburg.
0: Yeah, I know Schulenberg. I um, well, that's a story for another for another time. day, different different episode. <sighs> she was a sweet girl, though. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Emily. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the governor,
1: he's like, "You deserve the a break." Or the mayor? Sorry, I'm, I'm getting I confused with the Walking this Dead. This guy is not I'm getting confused in a wheelchair. with the <laughs> Yeah, <I'm> getting confused <laughs> with the Walking Dead, governor. That's where I'm going.
0: Oh, because. Because this guy has a patch. Yeah. No, oh. I'm, I'm just wow. saying what? it wrong.
1: It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> is it? Yes, it's fine. We all know who I'm talking they, they, about.
0: They, they could be, we they're all,
1: diametrically opposed, we these two characters. We all know who I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: the mayor is trying really
1: hard to sweet talk Emily.
0: Well, see, this town's so small that he has to have a second job as a babysitter to make yeah. ends meet, apparently. And well, And, there's and it's not the ends that he wants to meet. No, and nothing he'd rather do <laughs> on a Saturday
1: night. Then watch her little scamps. Mm. Mm. So he convinces her to sit down and have a glass of wine, and they're talking and laughing, and then she, out of the blue, cold as ice. Cold as ice. She's like,
0: you know I'm never going to be with you, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course.
0: you tell me that all the time. You tell me every day. All right, well, let's get this shit done. Last time, kids almost caught us. Yeah, you got
1: to be out before morning because the kids almost caught you last time. Be like, oh, Oh, stone cold. So this ain't their first time bumping mm. uglies. Nope. But uh, it probably won't be the last time either. So that was a little bit of a... scene. I didn't expect that. Could no. her be so
0: forward. Well, I mean, it's nice to see that she's not perfect either. Yes. I mean, not, not that that behavior is a sign of perfection, but I think... What was being played up until then is that she, I wouldn't say holy roller, but, you know, she's a single mom. She's trying to provide for her kids. Putting herself second. Putting always. herself second. Uh, trying to, you know, do what's right and help them with the church. A little churchy. Yeah. But, hey, she's got needs, too. It's
1: the most selfish she's been in the whole show.
0: Yeah, the no, only
1: time she's been selfish. I think she might be
0: allowed. Oh, sure.
1: I'm. I have no issue with it.
0: I mean, if you're going to the mayor, I might have picked somebody different, but I think I think her selection probably makes sense because he's the least threatening. Absolutely. And because he's so mamby pamby. Well, I mean, and I feel like he's <laughs> so
1: is in the boat where he's like, oh, I just want it anyway. I just I don't, I, you can crush my feelings and hurt me. And I that's fine because I'll keep coming back
0: and trying to get more, you know, little doormatty. Uh, yeah, I mean, he probably he may, we may find that he's legitimately in love with her, mm-hmm. and he uh, wants more than just the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but he's willing to get crushed. Yeah, it's an offspring song. Uh huh. Late at night, she knocks on my door. Yeah. yeah.
1: hmm. No self esteem.
0: Nope. But hey, as long as you're getting your handle cranked, I don't guess it. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Your self-esteem esteem is overrated.
1: <laughs> self-esteem is overrated.
0: Now Tulip had uh, had her a snootful of this guy's behavior. She sure did. And uh, I like I like that she goes to to whacking on him, and the guy falls out the window, and, and it ain't old dude. No, it's not. It's Cassidy,
1: <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, oh please don't die, Mister. Please don't die,
0: Mister. That's the first time that they've really, uh. Interacted. Interacted. I don't think they've actually, they don't, they hadn't met. I guess she hadn't seen him. Well, in the first it
1: episode. Would have been in passing. In the first episode at the end, he's right behind her in the pew behind her when Cassie is. Yeah, gives. but. But they, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know that they they've had any, ex- like, they haven't formally been
0: introduced. They haven't exchanged pleasantries. Yes. No small talk. But look at this guy. I mean,. He okay. What I find interesting about this is they're skipping ahead a little bit. They are source material wise. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I I think it might be okay. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I I was like, I was like, um, this seems a little early, but I like the fact that they're going to set up this uh, well, what should be a triangle. Yes. But right now, Jesse doesn't want to have nothing to do with it. No, long. no, he doesn't. But don't. this could be the start of him, his uh, uh, hormones getting roused. Yeah. Right? You know, because when you have another gentleman caller, another suitor, mm-hmm. when you have that another steer wander into the pasture. Right. I see you've caught the scent of a lesser stag
1: in your <laughs> nostrils. <laughs> yes.
0: You come sniff around my heifer, whether I want anything to do with her or not. It's true. It's I may need to uh, go ahead and uh, reinitiate this. Uh, I mean, th- rekindle I th- this.
1: I think that goes any way. We're like, oh, oh I, d- sure. I never wanted him anyway, or I never wanted her anyway. But then you see someone else show, and she's like, you know what? No, no, that's mine. I was there first. I need to go back and claim my territory. And, and people are weird. when People it comes are to that weird. Stupid relationship and, and, shit. And, and people get their feelings hurt. Like dumb. if you, if someone dumps you, and then you go find someone else, and
0: they get all pissy, you're like, wait. <laughs> I don't get that. No. Oh, cool. You want to date that piece of shit? Go right ahead. <laughs> More power to you. Now you maybe leave me alone. Oh, right. Stop calling me. <laughs> Crying. Stop calling my voicemail right. just to hear my voice. Yes. And then hanging up and right. not leaving my And voicemail.
1: accidentally driving by my work. A- accidentally. <laughs> Good. So she goes... He pretty much reveals him, his progeny or whatever, who he is to her, like right away. Yeah. Because, well, he, I don't think he cares at that point. If no. anybody finds out, he's like, I just need to get into this blood bank and drink all the blood. Yeah. Not some of it, all
0: of it. Well, I, I'm not so certain that he really cared if anybody knew anyway. It's just he didn't go out of his way to tell people right yeah i mean it seems which is interesting because then he questions why hunters find him all the time it's like right. well maybe you could lay a little bit lower yeah. i mean someone
1: <laughs> someone crawling in and drinking all the blood out of the boat bank that might raise a few eyebrows.
0: yeah but i think that um she may be the only one that's going to see this, right? I would think so. And they'll get out of there. They can explain it away. You know, mm-hmm. somebody in a mad fit came in and well, smashed everything up. Well, because the
1: old lady behind the counter ne- never saw him. No. Because she's she like, oh, my friend needs a doctor oh, right now. Yeah. Not he, forms, damn it. T- tulip's covered in blood. Yeah. Uh, here's some forms. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, doctor now, please. Uh, I'm insistent. ERs are the worst about that. Have you ever waited in an ER for like eight hours?
0: That's why you call an ambulance. No, honestly, call an ambulance. That's what they tell you. If you're having a heart attack, call an ambulance. Don't drive yourself, obviously. Right. Don't have someone else driving because you're not going to get in. Right. It'll be six, seven hours because if you come in an ambulance, they're
1: always like, oh, that's more critical. Yeah. They need an ambulance. We're going to get to them first. Or if you're a child even- cause there's usually a pediatrician on call as well as a adult doctor. And they're like, Oh, children are more vulnerable and more in danger than adults. So,
0: well, they also have less blood. Exactly. That's what always bothered me. Just, uh, my little ones, right. You know, uh, especially when they get the stomach virus or something like that. It's like, oh, you got to get liquids in you. Yes. <laughs> I'm big. Yeah. I hold a lot of water. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. But I mean, yeah,
1: I, I'm with you. I went and waited. I've waited in the ER nine, 10 hours before because my doctor said, hey, go to the ER. They'll check you in. And I get there, wait nine, 10 hours. And they're like, well, we can't. We're not going to admit what you, you. What did and you I'm, go for? For my back. When I broke
0: my okay. back. Okay. So it wasn't critical, critical. It's just, it was like on a weekend or something right. like that. My, my Holy doctor, crap. My, I went, my
1: doctor was like, you have, it looks like an infection in your spine. So we need you to go ahead and go into the ER. I'm like, why can't you just get me a room? Like, why do I have to go to the ER and then get admitted? Like it took, it took 10 hours, then they did finally admit me, but I'm like, this this seems like a roundabout way to do this.
0: Well, it probably only takes about 12 hours for you to completely drain yourself of spinal fluid. Yeah. So they had a couple of hours. Of yeah, slop time. they were fine. I'm, I like, was good. Never mind, the body doesn't really synthesize that very quickly. <laughs> yeah, Don't I know things. it? <laughs> Don't God, I know it? You could you imagine? Well, you weren't leaking spinal fluid or anything, were you? No, no. Just, no. Uh, okay. No, but it. The, well, you're here now. Yeah. So obviously it turned out okay. It turned out okay. <laughs> they were just. But the doctor,
1: the, the first doctor was like, oh my God, they're going to have to go in and do surgery today and remove it all and give you a spinal fusion. And I'm like, but well, you're scaring really? the shit out of me. And it oh. ter- turns out none of that had to happen. Uh, so thankfully. So it used to be 6'4". Right, exactly. Is what you're saying. I, you may know me as uh, Andre the Giant, but <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> they took half of my body off. <laughs> yeah.
0: So You know who was going to be Fezzik in Princess Bride? Before him? Before him. I have no idea. Lou Ferrigno. Really? Apparently, he was, like, signed and everything. What made him change their mind? Uh, I, You know, I, he, he didn't change his mind, apparently. Yeah.
1: Maybe the, maybe Andre was like, I want to be in a movie, and they're like,
0: yes. Oh, well, quick, before he dies.
1: Someone tell Lou. L- hey, Lou's
0: going to be around for a while.
1: But Lou, we found a better option.
0: <laughs> Someone who's three times your size, so. Well, they kept calling Lou, and he wouldn't answer the phone. Right. So, you know. Okay, that was a bad joke.
1: But anyway, I, I, I just uh, I let it <laughs> so, slide by because I didn't want to touch on it. You're welcome.
0: Uh, so what do you think of this little escapade where John uh, Custer is going to take in Jesse with him and go see old Quinn Cannon? I didn't understand the necessity for Jesse to be there. I didn't either. Like, I mean, that's the only reason he got that uh, uh, ashtray yes, he was using earlier. Because he stole it. All those years ago. From
1: the King can. But I mean, why I wouldn't bring my son late at night. And like, it's a weird time to have someone call me. Hey, preacher, I need you to come talk to my kid. Well, I guess it's not his kid. Odin was probably about preacher's age. So what on earth was happening to where they were like, okay, go ahead and bring, bring the preacher over and have him talk some sense into Odin. No, I'm not bringing my kid to that. It's just not going to happen.
0: Well... Based on what may have been going down, I'm not so sure that uh, that little scenario was on the uh, up and up. No, uh, I, I'm I'm wondering if there might have been. Uh, do you think it's possible there might have been some sort of uh, exorcism going on? Maybe I would think so. Because renoun- he was asking to renounce, renounce yeah. somebody. Yeah, denounce him or denounce denounce him, him. same thing.
1: And then Jesse walks by, looks in the door, and he's like, "What the?"
0: And then walks away and clearly affected, well, yeah, I mean John on the ride home sounds some, some people can't be saved, yeah, so I think from that aspect that from a storytelling device that's that's a way of them working into the overall uh idea of this episode, yeah, uh, at least from Jesse's uh uh character art perspective that Some people can't be saved, but that's exactly what he's going to do by the end of the episode. Yeah. He's going to try to uh, force the salvation. Of Odin. Yeah. Which Odin wouldn't have been around his same age. He'd have been... I mean, Odin would probably be a good... I would think a good 20 years. Sure. Plus older. But he'd have been a young man. Yeah, but he'd have been a full-grown man at that point. Mm I wonder if they were...
1: I don't know, yeah. and I think it's something for Jesse too. Like, hey, my father couldn't save this guy, but I can. So if if I can do that, there's a lot of good that I can do that my father was not able to accomplish, and I have the power to do
0: more than he did. So, I mean, we, so the very next scene we see him going and having a, a talk with Quinn Cannon. Quinn Cannon's working on his um, model, yeah. of the Alamo. A lot of uh. War references in yeah. this show,
1: a lot of reenactments, and
0: I feel like the Alamo in particular probably has some sort of uh, meaning. Not unlike the <laughs> Chinatown comment earlier, I just hadn't quite unraveled that. Yeah, yet. No, I need I to would, kind of study on it a little bit. I was more. trying to think about that too. Like, what what does this
1: have to do with like a, a group sticking it out and defending an indefensible position against overwhelming odds? I'm like, I don't I don't know what that has to do with what Jesse's doing. So I will have to think about it too. Hmm. but i was like clearly they wouldn't put this in here if it didn't have some deeper meaning like that that's such an a random odd thing to put in the show it it must have something
0: deeper The crux of this conversation is he's trying to get someone that would be an example to the community, someone be a pillar of the community, somebody that would actually have some power. And in this town, it's Odin. Ain't the mayor, ain't anybody else. It's Odin. Why? Because he's the meat man and he keeps the lights on. Right. And also,
1: everybody knows that he has no need or use for God. None. Like, he hadn't been to church in years, doesn't care about it. He's going to do what he wants and
0: doesn't need that in his life. I'm really enjoying Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, I am too. He's just, just creepy enough, just weird enough. Uh, I like the casting. Mm-hmm. I think he's really doing a, a smash-up job because yeah. he's just he's just weird. he's just he funky. Funky. owning the role. <laughs> he is. He's owning the role. But he believes that there's nothing.
1: Right. Okay. I know what's coming next. Nothing.
0: Nothing. Nothing. Aren't you afraid? Nope. Nope. Seems that you are a preacher. Man, I think he has some very valid points. Sure. So I I think it was a nice conversation there. And I think – again, I go back to something I said during the pilot episode. I think what uh, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen uh, in particular, what they're trying to do here is ask a lot of questions but not necessarily give you the answers. Whereas the comic itself was very clear in, 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 in the message it was trying to convey. Uh, this here, at least, I think, has given us the opportunity to ponder and come yeah. to our own conclusion you know? in, in some way, yeah. Is there something that we will be held accountable for, or, or, or is there nothing?
1: Yeah. What do you think of that deal offered? Because it's more of the get people to church whatever way you can. All right, we got a
0: 55-inch TV, but he doesn't need that. So, so he – exactly. He got everybody – he's going to pack the church out. Yeah, with the fifty-five inch four K flat screen TV, but you know, but Odin that don't work for Odin.
1: Odin doesn't need that. He still plays Cubert on a Mac too. So, so we need fine. to
0: uh, sweeten the pot. Yeah, and what would that be? His Daddy's land
1: twenty hectares?
0: Heck, isn't that what they said? Oh, I don't even know if he said hectare or not. Uh, it was a
1: bunch. It was a lot, A lot of land. So one, what is Jesse doing with all that land? Why is he not? I'm I'm guessing maybe that's why the church is so far out of the way is because the church is on their land, but I don't know. Uh, could be,
0: could be. But it's made it sound like they're the only ones that hadn't really that they, sold to him to Odin. Yeah, and Odin's had his eye on it for a while, so that's how he's going to get him in there.
1: Mm-hmm. If you come, you listen to my sermon. If you leave, you're not a Christian. You can have that land.
0: That's, that's bold. That is very bold, and I think bold. I think. I think I think Jesse has got uh, a certain amount of hubris. <laughs> a certain amount, yeah. <laughs> that uh, is not going to serve him well coming up. So I think I think a lot of folks might watch this episode and go, well, hmm, sure it had slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of stuff going on that's setting us up for things that are about to come up. And I think... I really think shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah,
1: Jesse's about to learn some Literally. hard lessons. <laughs> some hard lessons. I think they're all about to learn some lessons about themselves and about what they're capable of. And they weren't it's not going to be the nicest learning process, I don't think.
0: No. You know, it's interesting. Here we have which I thought his sermon was great. Sure. It's your fault. Yeah. Good. Eh. How refreshing would it be to sit down in a church service and somebody come at you with some truth and basically say the whole world's going to shit? Now, how many pre- how many preachers would say that? Not not many. too many.
1: No, because you know I gonna, would appreciate that. You're not going to get people to come back because
0: it'd be like, hey, you guys suck, and they got that TV out the box, yeah, they right do. out there on Front Street, raffle today, get on down here. But what a bait and switch, though. Yeah. Woo, we're gonna get a TV. Holy shit, we're sinners and we're all going to hell. Right. Now Hugo, he was digging the message. He was. He was digging the message. He's like he was on. He's board like, you with that.
1: tell him, preacher. Keep preaching, preacher. Oh, did we lose our train of thought? No, we did
0: lose our train of thought. Yeah. So, uh, but everybody seemed to either be squirmy or on board with it. There yeah. didn't seem to be anyone that was like, eh, whatever, except for Odin. Yeah, Odin was like, <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> whatever,
1: because <laughs> Jesse walked right up to him and said, "The person who's strayed farthest." I was just thinking about stroking my meat, right,
0: um- and not, not that. Yeah, uh, like a steak. Yeah, just petting it. Right.
1: Uh, they skinned this cow and they brought it into my office and I just would like. I just pet it. I just. I, I just took my face and went whap and rolled around in it. And it was. That's what I've been thinking about this whole sermon.
0: <laughs> now, I think a lot of people watch this and go, "He just told he uses power to tell Odin to serve God." Yeah, and I think that a lot of people might misconstrue that as he has defeated Odin or Odin has been nullified. And I think the opposite is true. And I think what we need to realize is let's go back to when he was testing his powers with Cassidy. Mm -hmm. Was Cassidy able to do everything that Jesse told him? No, because he didn't know it. Exactly. So here they're establishing that if you – if you tell someone to do something, and in this instance specifically, you need to go serve God, but what if Odin's idea of God is not the same as Jesse's? Right. And I, I'm I'm fairly confident that is the that, case, that it, they're based not on, on that previous conversation. They're
1: not on the same page about who God is, and... Jesse, it's one of the weird lessons he's going to have to learn the hard way. Is that <laughs> there's power in his words, and things that he tells people to do are not always going to work out the way that he wants
0: them to. Well, because there's that that thing of people taking things literally. Yes, right. And so, just like he he told Cassidy to fly, Cassidy didn't technically fly. He jumped. He jumped. He did what he could. Yep. And he probably did it better than most humans. So when he sits here and he tells Odin to serve God and Odin's like, of course yeah. it will. Of course it will. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? That That's not going to work out well. I, I,
1: I <laughs> Because I, Odin's been show, showing some restraint a little bit because – of societal expectations and norms. But now that he's been told to do what he wants and to serve God as much as he can, I feel like there's going to be a little bit of freedom for him to open up to the crazy. Oh, absolutely. I think
0: basically what Jesse's done is he's made a villain. Yes.
1: He's made him, he's given him the ability, he's given him permission to
0: be the crazy, messed up person that he is. I do like his first response, though uh before he uses the voice, will you serve God? uh nope, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I heard you the first time uh answer still no, but look at him look 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 at jack uh, look at Jack earl right here when 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 he uses the voice mm-hmm. that's totally believable yeah. of course, I will yeah, of course I will and that I don't think a lot of people give. Mr. Haley credit. Yeah. He is a fine actor. Sure. He really I think is. Everybody's
1: done a really good job. None of the performances at all. I've been like, uh uh, okay, that, that one's not very good. They've all been really excellent. And just his face when he just
0: repeats several times, I will. Yeah. I will. You could just see the wheels turning. Ooh. Ooh. Shit's about to hit the fan. We're about, we about to pan. see some crazy. Yes, we are. Oh, he's going to be worshiping at the altar of the meat god. God. And yeah, I don't think people are ready. Uh, I know. I I don't think the normal people that. uh, Were you ready the first time? Oh, shit. No. No. I was was like, not okay. (laughs) It's
1: not okay. No,
0: that was the first
1: (laughs) time when reading the comic. I was like,
0: what the fuck?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. So yeah, no, I don't know how they're gonna pull that off. Hopefully we don't see anything as graphic as the comic. But Well, we can't.
0: It's just not possible. No. Well, and poor Jackie Earl if he has to do oh, that. Gosh. Oh, Now we hadn't really talked about the phone. Which is interesting. It is. That uh I guess there'd be that direct line well, to Evan.
1: And it's also weird that we find out that they're not here. Nobody knows they're here. So not everybody... Which is consistent. Yeah, not everybody is aware that Genesis has escaped because if the people had found out that he'd escaped, ooh, all of heaven would be on high alert and would come down in force to take care of it. Uh,
0: The shit would hit the fan. Yes. So they have this phone. Yeah. And I liked earlier when they thought it was raining, it was just the hotel phone. But I love the way the episode ended. Mm-hmm. When they go to pick up that And you knew it was coming Sure you did You knew what was gonna happen They pick up the hotel phone and that shit still kept ringing You're like oh, oh Now shit. who do you think that's gonna be? I don't know Because there is another uh, There's think, another angel Right That is in their uh, It's another Adelphi Right That is in their uh, So in their little group That's tasked with uh, He's kind of uh, the boss Yeah So I'm wondering if that's who it's gonna be yeah. Uh Just asking uh, for a status update uh, Pilo, yeah, I think that's Pilo, P right. I L O,
1: I think that's right. Yeah,
0: I think that's who it's going to be. Yeah,
1: be like, why have you got? Aren't you back yet? I so, haven't heard nothing. What's going on? Yeah,
0: so I think that's interesting. Uh, I think that's who it's going to be, and I think we're going to see the Santa Killers here shortly. Yeah, because uh, Pilo is the one that would go and uh, wake him up, basically activate him. Yeah. for for you are needed, term, yes, sir. And uh, we talk about shit in the fan. I, see, that's another thing too, is something that concerns me a little bit. Not not so much for me personally, but for anyone else that may be watching it, is you're like, okay, uh, you show this cowboy uh, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, now what? Yeah. So <laughs> now what? It's like, you know, you can't have too much time pass in between seeing that mm. and finding out more about that character. Right. At least I don't think. Because I, I think you. a lot of people, there'll be some unrest. Sure. And I think the risk you run is too great. Uh, I think I could wait for a while. Because I know. I know what he is, and I know what he represents. So whenever he shows up... Um, and you know he's coming. And and I think, uh, to a degree, you know they did that with Negan on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I think they could get away with that because... That's a little different scenario, sure. And uh, you 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 had more context, but you also had characters talking about him too, yeah, and kind of giving you little glimpses of what his badassery and what he was capable of. Right now, uh, you don't know shit about the cowboy other than his family. His daughter was sick, and he was go get medicine. mm -hmm. He don't talk much. Long time ago, and yeah, long time ago. And he saw a bunch of uh, uh, scalp dead Indians hanging from a tree that's also there in Anvil. So that's not enough. That's not enough to – so I'd be real surprised if he don't show up in the next episode or two or at least some some – some I think they'll wake him up in the next episode.
1: And like at the end of the episode, he would be like, oh – the, they'll have to do their report and be like things aren't the way they need to be okay well we're gonna handle this
0: go wake him up and they will wake him up at the end so Pilo basically is calling and letting them know I'm calling in the wolf right you, oh you calling in the wolf right well that's all you got to say <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> so I, I'm excited I am too I think it'll be great Uh weakest episodes so far but i still enjoyed it
1: right i mean that's gonna happen you know 10 to 12 episode season you're like okay we gotta we gotta slow down in the middle really set things up before we just go so i you know it wasn't terrible
0: at all but i agree with you weakest of the four so far well we sure do appreciate you giving us a listen
1: Mm -hmm. and we want to hear
0: from you we want to know what you think uh, actually we haven't heard a whole lot not about Preacher he, not not too much
1: just a couple people have said yeah I've read the whole comic and it's awesome but not yeah. much about the show yeah. at all so,
0: so if you have any thoughts on the series definitely let us know we want to we want to make sure we incorporate some of those if you have any questions we'd yeah. be happy to answer those as well as best we could uh, if you have any speculation uh, we I would, I'd hear love it. to talk about yeah. that because we we only have inklings uh, and, and I love to get other people's insight but uh, you know, Game of Thrones is almost over. So one maybe, more episode. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's going to pick up. Everybody, everybody's just like in that mode right now. Uh, yeah, and they too. should be. I'm in that I'm, mode. I'm not going to lie. They should be. Yeah.
1: But you should be watching Preachers. You should. And if you're saving it on your DVR for after Game of Thrones, I I got no problem I ain't mad with
0: that. At you? No, I'm mad at you. We're going to be here. Yeah, we'll be here whenever you're ready to get caught up. We're yeah, going to be here. Absolutely. So you can hit us up on Twitter at Fear. Anthcast or shoot us an email sure fear, fear. at com. sorry no you're fine you thought i was lobbing it over to you yeah
1: that's okay <laughs> it's okay uh, sometimes i catch them sometimes i don't
0: yeah and uh, preacher ain't your thing? That's okay too, because Fear the Walking Dead is coming back August twenty first. Now let's count the weeks. I think there's a two week break then. Yeah, because uh, August twenty first, that'll be a- six episodes left for Preacher, yeah. and by the time that rolls around, I think there's going to be a two week right uh, lull. Yeah, that's in between. Almost, yeah, and, it's about nine weeks away. So, but I mean right.
1: nine, eight and a half. So you're right. It'll probably be a two week break
0: but we probably need to do maybe some speculation on the sure. second half of Fear the Walking Dead and there's probably even some stuff to talk about the Walking Dead yeah we could probably as well we all have so plenty we'll have plenty to we'll, talk about we'll we'll have plenty to talk about Say all that to say, if you have any thoughts on Fear the Walking Dead or the upcoming season of The Walking Dead, uh, start sending us stuff on that now. Yeah. I think we can definitely do um, a, a, a show or two on that in between Preacher and when Fear the Walking Dead comes back. So mm-hmm. that, that'd be a lot of fun.
1: And, to, and then you'll be happy to look back and see how wrong we were.
0: Oh, indeed. Or how right we were. Uh, neither. Yeah. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll split the difference.
1: Why not? Was it 50-50.
0: If we can get, if we can bat 500, that's man, phenomenal. Man, we'd be a Hall of Famers. Phenomenal. And in the meantime, if you're so inclined, make sure you check out our main show, the Anthcast. Yes. Uh, if you want to listen to Dragon Ball talk. Yeah, you can go to Dragon Ballers. And we're still doing Once Upon a Time, so you can... uh, We actually just watched the pilot episode... Yeah, you did. ...the other day, and uh, my wife made me watch uh, Hat Trick... Oh, good. uh, Jefferson. Nice. Because she's a fan of Sebastian uh, Shaw. Who's not? Uh, We watched that on Father's Day, of all things, because, you know, whatever. So... (laughs) No, it's a lot of fun. So, actually, you know what? If you go to nthcast.com... You can subscribe to any one of our shows by right just there. clicking your favorite cover art. Yes.
1: You should click on all four and
0: subscribe, but that's pick, what I would do. Pick your favorite first. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like it. If you can only do one, do whichever one is your favorite. It suits first. your fancy. That's the way I do it. I agree. We will talk to you next week. In the meantime, fight the dead and fear the endcast.